1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Bicara Uh This is uh, Nurhadi, your host, and uh, I am now with uh, Michael, also known as MVK, uh CBO from Kupa. So thank you for being here, Michael. I'm really so excited to have you on the show.
2: Yeah, no, thank you. It's It's a great pleasure to be here mm-hmm. and thanks for having me.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so in today's episode, we're going to talk about transformation in procurement organizations, but before we get started, Michael, can you please brief a little bit about yourself and your professional background?
2: Yes, sir, uh, and thanks again. Um, so yeah, my name is Michael Van Keulen, or MVK, I am the Chief Procurement Officer here at Coupa Software. Uh, I joined Coupa a little over a year ago now. Uh, I was previously the Head of Procurement at uh, Lululemon, and Lululemon is mm. a uh, a fashion apparel retailer. Uh, with well over 400 stores, uh, where I had the opportunity to, um, to digitize and transform procurement uh, from non-existent to a best-in-class procurement organization. So that was a, a great journey. We digitized the procurement process with, with Coupa. Um, and before Lululemon, uh, I, was the, uh, I was in procurement at a VF corporation, uh, where we also transformed procurement and digitized the procurement process with Coupa. Uh, I've been doing this for well over 20 years. Uh, I am now a three-time Coupa customer. Uh, I'm based out of Vancouver in Canada. Mm. Um, And uh, and yeah, and it's again, a pleasure to be here.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. Awesome. Okay. So let's jump to the first question, Michael. What does procurement transformation means to you?
2: Yeah. You know, if you you look historically to, you know, the journey that procurement has gone through as a profession, uh, you know, you probably want to take, you know, like maybe go back like 10 years or so, you know, yeah. Procurement was always really measured and looked at as a back office function, uh, somewhere down in the trenches, uh, You know, potentially executing an RFP, uh, running a competitive process. But very often, that's where the journey stopped for procurement and the business would take over if the business even would come to procurement in the first place to go ahead and, and, and manage that relationship with that respective supplier. Um, and then three years after, when the contract is up for renewal, that they come back to procurement and and go through that cycle again. So it's very transactional, very operational in nature. Um, you know, very heavy on the downstream uh, function of procurement, the, the the like the requisition to PO and the PO to pay. So very transactional and very tactical. I think what we've seen over the past ten years, and what I've again have had the pleasure of being part of uh, over the, the, the you know the last decade or so, is really become like that 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 value driving. That innovative uh, function that really supports the business. So not just go ahead and execute RFPs, but really, you know, managing spend, uh, going much deeper into what you buy, where you buy from, how much you buy, uh, you know, the, the, the deep dive in category management and really understanding cost drivers, uh, understanding the relationships with your suppliers, um, managing risk, uh, managing lead time, supporting the business, business continuity managing that entire ecosystem of risk, um, and really, at the end of the day, drive more value out of every dollar that that leaves your company. I Mm -hmm. mean, that is the fiduciary responsibility of procurement. And that's how I look at procurement transformation, is really extracting the most amount of value out of every dollar spent, supporting the strategic objectives of your respective organization.
1: Mm -hmm. And what are the elements of a successful transformation in procurement organizations?
2: Yeah, I, I like to think of uh, successful transformation uh, in three elements. Um, the, the, the way to look at transformative journeys is very typically through the lens of people, process, and technology. Right. Um, and often what you see is that if companies are uh, successful, they typically have that lens. They, they look at people first and say, look, uh, you know, what kind of people do I have today? If I really want to transform my organization and become that 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 innovative, that real business partner, uh, that, that you need different traits and different skill sets. So you need to up uh, your your people. Um, you know, other traits become important in a high-performing procurement function. Things like uh, you know, emotional intelligence, uh, really understanding what it feels like to, to have influence and to drive change and to be to have the seat at the table and really step up and, and really lead. I mean, that requires very different skill sets than if you are still, you know, in that very transactional organization uh, that you, you, you are uh, to begin with. So people is a critical element and, 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 and is often uh, where, where things need to start. Then the second part is operationalization. You know, what is the process? Mm -hmm. So once you've up-leveled your people, and once you've said, okay, we are uh, recognizing, we leave a lot of value on the table because we are very transactional and very operational, we don't manage risk. We don't manage those relationships with our suppliers. So you've recognized the need. You've looked at your, your your talent pool. You've got the right team in place, the right diversity, and the right skill sets. Now you need to look at operationalization, and that's when things like getting involved early, uh, getting involved in a three to five year strategic planning cycle really staying close to your, your business stakeholders internally, but equally important, getting involved with your external community, with your supplier community and really understanding what's out there from a supply chain and, and, you know, properly managing those relationships and understanding what's going on um, up and downstream in the supply chain and really understand how that could potentially extract more value for your business. And then the last part, and, and I know we're gonna talk about it in a second, but you know, is to talk about technology. You know, how does technology become an enabler? And what you often see is that, you know, yes, we recognize the opportunity for procurement. We need to transform the way we do procurement. We recognize that we need different people. But the thing that we often forget is that we also need to look at technology. And often what you see with companies, they, they run uh, ERPs, and now they're trying to patch on something upstream with sourcing maybe a contracting platform, maybe some analytics, but you really miss that ability to execute against your contract in one single platform and have the ability to measure key metrics like spend on their contract and cycle times and, and have the deep dive spend visibility. And so you you need to look at it as one ecosystem and not just people or just process or just technology, but you're going to have to look at it as, as one uh, cohesive uh, strategy and, and and those three elements are absolutely paramount
1: you have, you just mentioned about the importance of uh, technology and the uh, transformation in a procurement organization so how does uh, digital transformation influence uh, the procurements
2: yeah it, it highly influences procurement so i right. when I started in procurement, uh, I was in an a s four hundred environment so as my ERP right and I r- had a real hard time understanding not so much what the expenses are right i mean you can do a download out of your general ledger uh, and you very quickly get some idea on you know where expenses are booked and and where capital is booked and and you know where where your suppliers and and you know who your suppliers are i mean you can do that in excel right but that's not what i procure i don't procure a million dollar office supplies what i procure is pen paper cartridges uh, or you know, and I'm trying to give you a simple example for office supplies, but you know, I buy uh, commodities and i I buy quantities and and I now need to start to understand what the cost drivers are and and who I do business with and what suppliers and an ERP is not going to give you that, right? ERPs are are okay to uh, to do a lot of system generated stuff. They're fine to to run your accounting. but as soon as it comes to, you know, managing your business spending and ensuring that your entire organization is gonna buy from those suppliers that you've negotiated with. And that the pricing that your supplier charges you are in compliance with the contract. And that, you know, you've got heavy adoption, not just internally, but you also need adoption externally with your suppliers. That's very typical. You start to look at, you know, companies such as Coupa um, that have the ability to just simply make that entire journey much more seamless, uh adoption levels uh you know you get to electronic invoicing uh, you get to catalogs and and it's it it makes that whole journey so much more seamless so like i said earlier if you want to transform procurement the digitization of your business spend management process is is a critical enabler without that you will never and i'll repeat you will never get to best in class procurement it, it it is my belief and and i've seen this firsthand
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. So could you please share with us some stories where the procurement organization succeeded on the procurement journey?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I've been very fortunate. Right. I've worked for some really reputable organizations um, that uh, are global, are very successful uh, and that I was a part of. And, you know, I think the first thing that is really, really critical is that there is recognition um, at the executive level. Uh, that there is an opportunity, and and that honestly, frankly, started uh, was the case at at both of my previous employers, where there was broad recognition uh, that procurement had to step up, procurement had to uh, had to lead. Uh, there was lots of um, you know, let's say uh, tail end spending happening, maverick spending, uh, and we really had that opportunity. So it it really starts with with that recognition, and yeah. then what I would say is, you know, once you've established that recognition. Uh, the real success to a transformative journey is, it's not a sprint, right? It's not a sprint, it is a marathon, right? And it's not, you can be extremely successful. um, But then it, you know, if you do that too quickly, without ensuring that you've got good stakeholder alignment and engagement, um, it'll be successful for a very short period of time. So my, my first thing is always, don't turn this into a sprint, turn it into a marathon. It is a journey. It takes time. It takes effort. It typically takes, depending on the size of your organization, three to four years to go from level one to level four, if you consider level one to be you know, transactional and four being highly innovative and value driving. So th- that's one thing that I want to just emphasize. It, it is a marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then take, you know, plan it all out and ensure you've got great cross-functional engagement and support. Yep. Not just with the executive suite. Make sure finance is on board. Make sure legal is on board. Make sure IT is on board. Make sure the business is on board. But most critical, procurement needs to lead this. Do not make the mistake of letting other functions uh, determine the, the end state of procurement. Procurement needs to be in the driving seat. So I highly encourage those procurement leaders uh, that are listening to this podcast to, to take the reins we need to lead this or lead this organization forward from a procurement perspective, but make sure you got cross-functional alignment, and then start simple. Start with areas and categories that are uh, are maybe not as sensitive, uh, you know, but you know are going to drive value. The easiest example is office supplies, but the second one is always in IT. Think about hardware, think about software. You know, things that are maybe not naturally create a lot of friction and tension. Um, you know, marketing is always a little more challenging. So, so that's maybe what you want to do in a second wave. Logistics is a great one uh, to do in wave one, especially in today's market yeah. where containers are like 10 grand to get them from Asia to the West, to the West Coast. I remember a time it was $1,000. Um, so, you know, like in a, especially in a situation where there is high constraint, uh, there is challenges with the demand. Um, those are the times where procurement can demonstrate value. And I highly encourage everyone to start looking at it through that lens. Now, once you've been successful, celebrate those successes, make sure people are aware, because then it becomes the law of attraction. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you also want to ensure that the organization is reinvesting some of those savings uh, into you know, people and technology, because often procurement is under-resourced. Uh, in most organizations, it is under-resourced. Um, and that making those investments uh, will allow you to make it sustainable, uh, to make it, you know, to make it stick uh, and to constantly exceed uh, expectation and drive more and more value uh, for your respective organization. So, so those are probably like some of the key, the key things that I know have, have worked really well in, in my career.
1: Before we finish uh, the conversation today, do you have any other k way that you would like to share with our listener?
2: Yeah, I, I think I, share, I shared quite a few um, you know, I, you know, I, I highly, I, what I always want to share before we, we finish the conversation is look, if you want to continue this conversation, look me up on LinkedIn. Um, I welcome talking about procurement maturity, not just about the digitization of the procurement process, but also about about people in process. And, and I've, mm-hmm. I've written quite a lot of things around this. And so I welcome the conversation. Yeah. I think my key takeaways is um, you know, at Coupa, we, we always want to say, non, none of us is as smart at all, as all of us. And so I repeat that none of us is as smart as all of us. And what that means is, feel free to engage, you know, engage with your suppliers, uh, engage with your internal stakeholders, don't be afraid. You know, we have a good story to, to tell from a procurement perspective. And if we have that elevator pitch, and if we have the ability to truly explain why procurement is, is one, I think the best profession on the planet. But secondly, why we are a competitive advantage if executed properly, then people will listen to us. And um, so I I really want to give that as a takeaway, you know, like collaborate, uh, seek partnership, uh, but also step up and lead. I mean, those are really some some key things that I feel passionate about. Mm
0: At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Vichara Supply Chain and stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.vicharasupplychain.com.